We're discussing collaboration between IT and HR to improve employee experience. Our guest is John Hill, the Senior Vice President for Digital and Information Technology at Suncor. I am currently the Senior Vice President here at Suncor Energy based out of Calgary, uh, Alberta, Canada. And I'm the Senior Vice President of Digital and Information Technology, which is a combined role of CIO and Chief Digital Officer to some extent. Uh, currently, a global role. We're overlooking all of the uh, digital and IT services uh, across the Suncor operating assets and corporate uh, offices. John, you have a very broad mandate. To what extent does your role intersect with corporate culture, employee engagement, and so forth? We are one of the fortunate uh, corporate functions that has accessibility and access to every employee in the company, whether it's through end, end, uh, end user devices such as desktops and mobile phones, to all of the productive productivity services, collaboration tools and the like. So we have full access and uh, when our services are down and it can impact the entire organization, it is an opportunity for us to put synergies and thoughts across the organization on, on driving simplification uh, looking for improvements in the user experience. So we're fortunate to have the touch points that we do and taking advantage of it uh, for improvements. John, when you describe these touch points, to some degree, it sounds like you're overlapping what would be traditionally HR activities and HR responsibilities. It's a great thought. I, I believe we're actually a synergistic partner. When you, when you think about what a CIO organization or IT organization is doing, it is, it is around customer experience, it's around employee experience. And uh, quite often we are partnering with our, our HR team. In fact, they're an embedded organization standing up as a product model for solutions delivery and support. And uh, we're often taking a look at the same problem. How do we solve talent management? How do, we, how do we solve things like hybrid work environments? The nirvana for me is when you walk into the room where we have our embedded IT organization with our HR business partners, you can't tell the difference who's who. Uh, and to me, that's an effective, high-performing team. We live in a period where this remote, disconnected workforce that you were just describing is so reliant on upskilling and working with the teams that you that you were talking about. So elaborate a little bit more for, for us on that. Certainly, Suncor Energy is a fully integrated energy company. But if you look at the core of our business, a lot of our operations in the regions, is, it's a mining organization. So you have employees who are administrative in nature. You have employees who are driving heavy equipment, large 400-ton trucks and shovels that aren't necessarily needing the same type of information and digital connection that a corporate office employee would be. We've got to manage all of those effectively. And the big challenge is how do we get the right information to a disconnected worker that they need? To me, it's around simplification of the access management. So having access to a network that's ubiquitous, a seamless uh, uh, mobility uh, improvement, whether you're in the field, in the mine, or in the office, uh, and getting that information uh, in, uh, quickly to where they need it. So you have to have a super easy onboarding experience for identity and access management and access to the right corporate information that they need. Your role is obviously much broader than infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So how closely do you work with the CHRO at Suncor to accomplish these goals? A couple of factors. Uh, we, on an annual basis, will attend large-scale trade shows, Workday being our HCM system as an example. 
Uh, so we'll partner, we'll bring uh, joint teams together. Uh, our groups will travel, we'll sit and we'll coordinate uh, sitting in on different sessions. We'll compare notes afterwards. The outcome of that exercise is the creation of an annual plan. And that's a, that's a strategic plan and our operating plan, if you will, for our HR department, which will have a heavy bent on technology opportunity. Um, there are very few HR solutions that we don't manage and or uh, take care of. And so having evolution, care and feeding, having investments on those platforms and solutions in partnership with the HR to substantiate the investments we're doing is super important. So that's a, that's a major touch point. There's an annual planning cycle, which is HR and IT together. The other element is we'll have M&A activity where uh, you'll have a significant amount of people impacts uh, on a merger or acquisition or divestiture in some cases. And the partnership with HR and IT is typically uh, the most complex and, and important to coordinate in those types of engagements, different benefits plans, different salary plans all impact the HR systems that we are supporting. This collaboration then is not just ad hoc, but is fairly structured and quite well organized. Yes, it is. We have a quarterly uh, planning session together with our major suppliers and also as two business partners within the company. Um, and then we have dashboarding and stewardship that will show how we're progressing to plan. Uh, and so I think it's, you know, to me, it's an embedded function that is uh, working very, very well. And this theme of simplification ultimately is what has that impact on employees and employee engagement and broadly that employee experience. I challenge my leadership team, and I know our HR business partners are joining on this. If we see friction in the employee base on getting to information or getting access to their personal benefits, what is it we can do to remove friction to make their jobs easier so that they can focus on the things that are important for their business role, less administrative tasks, uh, easier access to onboarding and offboarding employees, development plans, talent management plans, making those simplified is, is our mantra. John, this close collaboration with HR, from what you've seen among your CIO peers and other organizations, do you think this is fairly common or are you somewhat unique? I think it's more common than people understand. Uh, I would say the relationship with CIOs, with finance and HR are, are very common. Um, this digital world, which has a very important aspect to privacy and personalization uh, and uh, cultural transformation, the strength of, of HR and, and IT and digital organizations, uh, I think has grown significantly in the last few years. It's not new, but it certainly is more prominent. I love that. Privacy, personalization, and culture change. Have you considered creating a chief experience officer role? We haven't officially yet. I expect that in all of my delivery team uh, leadership and the working functions to actually consider the employee experience first and foremost. We had a centralized function in the IT organization that was uh, design thinking and user experience, but it got to a level of maturity where you actually disbanded it, and it's now an integrated function uh, across all of uh, all of the organization. So, really, employee experience, user experience is embedded, as you said, within IT, and it permeates the fundamental aspects of your your thought process about how you approach IT. That's exactly right, Michael. And two facets that we are using in that space. Uh, our architectural principles, our design principles have an element of user experience sign-off. And I'll give you an example. 
if we're putting in a solution or someone's bringing in an application that is a negative experience to the employee, uh, or we're doing an upgrade and enhancement, if it doesn't improve the employee experience, we simply won't do it. John, let's talk about managing this disconnected workforce. How does technology and IT come into play in managing this, this very large workforce that, that your organization has? Well, quite simply, with, with the disconnected workforce we have, or what we call remote working workforce, uh, we have common technologies around security sign-on and access and authentication that, um, regardless of your location, it's the same platform. For example, my PC that's in front of me here today, uh, I automatically connect to the corporate Wi-Fi system. I have backup with mobile private LTE. When I take it home, I turn on, it's automatically connecting using a combination of biometrics, single sign-on technology, zero trust technology, uh, all important solutions to make the remote worker accessibility much, much easier. John, so much of Suncor's work is mining, as you described. Can you give us an example of remote workers who are really disconnected and how you make it easy for them? So two things. We'll have um, a remote worker who is maybe an occasional login. A lot of them in some situations, may not have any electronic device other than a personal mobile. If it's a personal device, how do I get them information around safety, broadcasted updates for that mining operations in a safe and secure environment? So set up a mobile device if it's a personal device uh, quickly and once, uh, and uh, having the ability for that employee to go and pull information very quickly or push simplified versions of information that they need. For example, year-end taxes. Employees in Canada here need to have access to what we call their T4. It's a slip that shows annual compensation and others. That's sometimes the only time a contractor employee logs in to grab that information. When you're only doing that once a year, having to go through an entire login process that you're not accustomed to can be a challenge. So introducing seamless technology, single sign-on, biometrics, Things like zero trust technology have helped us uh, make that uh, so much simpler. Even giving access to our, our HR system, uh, which is Workday, having the application very functional on the mobile app versus having to go back to the office, log in and do time entry and vacation time. You can do that all with your smartphone, whether it's a personal device or your corporate device. So this mobile workforce with mobile technology is much simpler these days if it's managed properly. What kind of metrics do you look at? How do you evaluate success in this kind of environment? Number one, we're looking for constant employee feedback. And so as we do surveys or we have uh, uh, anecdotal conversations with our employee client base uh, in the field and operations, we're constantly looking for areas of improvement and seeking feedback. Uh, hardcore metrics, looking at solutions that are put in place, how often are employees accessing it? Uh, are there errors in trying to log into it? Is the, is the online time to an application very brief and short, causing one of two things to be investigated? Is there a connectivity problem or is there a usability and value perspective problem? And there's a, there's a fine line between how far you go with that in terms of privacy of information. Is a, you know, you, you're not going to be big brother looking over their time on the, on the device and what they're actually doing, but more generic, genericized, anonymized information on the application shows us trends. Automatic tickets pop up, go to our service desk, then to our network engineering team, and they'll proactively look for trouble hotspots. John, Workday is making our conversation possible, and I'm grateful to Workday that we have the chance to 
talk. You've mentioned Workday several times. Tell us about your relationship with Workday. Workday is our standard and single HCM solution uh, for the HR space and solution. Uh, I find the relationship with Workday leadership uh, extremely positive, very engaging. I believe they have a really uh, strong approach to working with IT and our HR business partners in unison. Uh, Not all software providers know how to do that, and I think that's an effective method and methodology. What really drove us to Workday was best-in-class access to HR information, the mobility aspect and the innovation uh, aspect, the search capabilities of Workday are very, very powerful for us. And uh, I see nothing but more improvement on the product set. Uh, We're excited to see where the product will continue to take itself through artificial intelligence and automation much like all service providers and solution providers are focusing on. But Workday's actually brought that to life from day one. So how does this relationship with Workday support your employee engagement goals, as you've been describing all along? I think Workday has driven the mobility agenda, the simplification agenda for us very, very well. Uh, When it comes to having information around performance management, going in and setting up my corporate objectives and goals and priorities, And having visibility from our CEO down, cascading those priorities for the year into individual goals. Uh, Our employees actually have line of sight for activities that they're working on around expectations all the way up to our CEO. So we know we're behind thousands of organizations that are using Workday in an optimized experience. And being a natively cloud solution, those enhancements just come along with the solution, which is fantastic. And so Workday fits right into that HR IT relationship that you were that you've been describing all along. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. John, employee experience transformation efforts are driving changes in data strategies in the technologies. Can you tell us a little bit about how this impacts Suncor? What employees and leaders are looking for is uh, real-time information to Uh, aspects of their role that are important. How many sick leaves do I have across the organization? Um, How much onboarding do I have in the queue? Who's who's trained? That access to information in a single HR solution with a single help desk between IT and HR uh, for service support is is absolutely crucial. the data information for me in particular, we have a very heavy focus on uh, um, a great place to work survey results. So we take a look at building in strategies uh, around the cultural shifts that we want to make. So HR data for the employee is important when it's personal. HR data for the leader, having full access to the state of the union, if you will, of the people workforce both contract and employee is super important and having a single source of information to look at, as you see in the, in the world, you know, information and data, uh, comparative analysis reporting across different regions, different companies in terms of work, work remote strategies, having access to that information through your own HR systems, and then having best practices shared with uh, advisory services or companies like Workday who can give you some of that comparative information is very important. What about the role of mobile, artificial intelligence, machine learning? Obviously, that's an important part of this transformation. When it comes to these topics, how important are they 
in your evaluation and selection process for new technologies, new products? I want to take advantage of it to remove friction and, and uh, stress in the work environment. So taking advantage of these tools as they're embedded into our collaboration suite or HR systems or ERP systems, we expect suppliers and we evaluate our software partners to make sure that that path is in place, that the solutions already have embedded intelligence and validation on data entry up front is super important for us. Uh, making sure that it's uh, it's built into the system and it's got an evolution path. The other side of this equation for me is when does that technology become disruptive or when can you trust it? And so we've invested in uh, policies around ethics in artificial intelligence. We're working closely with committees and government agencies around what privacy principles are coming in through artificial intelligence. So taking advantage of it from a business, there's no question it's going to help us as IT leaders if it's managed properly, but being very cautious of how far do you go with artificial intelligence uh, and having policies, having privacy standards, uh, and having an approach to managing that effectively is very, very important. Let's drill into this IT-HR relationship what advice do you have for IT leaders and for HR leaders in order to have a better collaboration? It is very difficult in this digital age to have a people conversation without having a fast followed or parallel conversation around technology solutions and digitization. So uh, my advice to organizations who have two separate versions to their views and not necessarily fully integrated Build that relationship, embed your IT organization with an HR function. You'll have a much more powerful uh, a relationship, first of all. And I think you'll have solutions and uh, user groups far more effective in an organization. A case point is I would say our HR organization is becoming more technology savvy or IT centric. And we want to be partnered in that conversation and not isolated in that conversation. The concept of business technology. Uh, exists, exists and is growing uh, in nature where your your IT thought leadership and your digital thought leadership is worrying less about the plumbing and the nuts and bolts, the traditional infrastructure leaders, and becoming more business engaged around strategy and partnerships. That's the whole concept of engaging in business technology and, and business architecture. Uh, and I think uh, you know, the ubiquitous uh, uh, availability of cloud solutions and advanced collaboration tools is starting to drive that conversation far more than ever before. John, you just mentioned embedding IT within HR. Earlier, you described HR embedding their folks within IT so that the teams are virtually indistinguishable at times. How important is that mutual cross-pollination? I think it's, it's extremely important. Um, and in our situation, we have different locations. We have corporate IT and corporate HR groups, uh, in some cases, co-located. Uh, in some cases, daily stand-up. In some cases, we are actually cross-pollinating leaders, as I mentioned earlier, and employees. Uh, and uh, each brings a unique skill set. Uh, you know, I'm not expecting my cloud leader to become a talent management professional on compensation and benefits. But having a conversation, understanding the business, understanding the technology capabilities to do a better job of compensation and benefits long term is a huge advantage. 
And so, you know, when we, when we look at program teams and strategy, it's a combined strategy conversation that is uh, in partnership with HR and IT. It's not one without the other. And if you think of the fundamental concepts, HR systems are becoming data-centric and more technology-centric, and IT systems are becoming more human-centric for the employee experience. During an employee transformation effort, at what point should IT and HR start to really work closely together? The digital and IT strategy is not done in isolation without supporting a business function. And I believe as soon as there is a direction made on something HR related that has a personalization, a data, a data element or technology element, having that conversation up front is super, super important. I expect my IT leaders to understand the HR business strategy before solutions are even talked about. There are going to be situations where we'll bring a solution to HR without having being asked for it. And HR will bring in a requirement for technology that they may have seen that IT is not even looking at. John, as we finish up, you've been describing this simplified employee experience very briefly. Can you tell us what that is? Our principal job is to make our employees' work processes much more simple. And having removal of multiple applications that provide similar function, having seamless and easy to set up and standardized solutions to remove that friction from the employee base is really what we're about, supporting their business strategy, giving them more think time, giving them the ability to have more free time to do what they need to do to change the business and run the business, to do the things that they need to do and enjoy doing versus administrative tasks behind the screen. We can call that user-centric IT. Absolutely. And John, before we go, I have to ask you a personal question. What have you learned that you wish you knew earlier? I would never stop asking curiosity questions. And if I were to provide advice to CIOs and CTOs and CDOs is don't stop learning, always be curious, uh, and don't accept no as an answer the first time. So I, I, I believe the longevity of my career and the diversity of my career has been asking the curious questions. Situations in my past, I wish I would have jumped on those opportunities earlier than watch to see if someone else takes it. Grab it, run with it, solve it. Thank you so much for taking time to speak with us today. My pleasure, Michael. Nice to see you. 